Welcome to Soap Secrets. We are back and we are talking all things Corrie. Claire Rock is joining me. Hi, Claire. Hi, Hannah. Okay. So last week we saw what Hope did um, and she started the fire in the salon, didn't she? And Alina had to be rescued. Tell yes, me more. Yes. Tell me more. I'm gonna, I can't say. I, I should have done a grease line then, but it's just not working. <laughs> I was quite shocked, really. You know, Hope, I know Hope's disappointed that her family have split up, but to, you know, there was an accelerant used. This wasn't just putting a candle in a bad place. This was a deliberate act. Uh, she used nail polish remover, which we all know is extremely flammable. So, yes, yeah, so Alina was very lucky when the fire started in the salon flat and she was rescued. Um, but sadly, she did lose the baby. We know that. So, so little Hope, um, you know, I, 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 I don't know what she thought, by starting the fire whether she was tired was going to come running back home she's a child so she obviously wasn't thinking very clearly but I um uh you know Fizz, Ty and Evelyn all suspect little hope of being the fire starter mm. and this week we see how far a mother's love will go when Fizz takes hope and she runs away to Manchester under the guise of visiting um Scylla so Fizz is in full panic mode as you would be um she's got no plan what are they going to do she's just in a and b in in Manchester so um she has told everyone she's going to visit Scylla, but of course she's left Ruby at home. She hasn't run off with with Ruby, Hope, and and, and herself. She's just run off with Hope. Um, Evelyn works out that they're not at Scylla because I love Evelyn. Cause you you don't pull the wool over Evelyn's eyes. She knows what's so going she, on. <laughs> she does, and she's played played by the brilliant Maureen Lippman. So so yeah so she knows she knows they're not at Scylla and um she sort of she confronts Ty and he crumbles and he admits everything to to does he know then that Fizz has done a runner with her yes yes they've come up with this plan together oh have they yes but even though he gosh that's that's she's his daughter she is but he's lost another baby because of her yes I know Mm. I know it's he's in, he's in an impossible situation so he is and the thing is is that Scylla's not actually in Manchester is she no Scylla's on holiday in Cornwall <laughs> where the rest of the country is at the moment all on holiday in Cornwall and um, when Alina hears this from Chesney that Scylla actually isn't in Manchester um, she knows that the trip is a lie and when Alina sees Fizz and Hope returning she makes a decision um, and when Fizz, um, when Ty sees Fizz getting into a police car, Hannah, Alina admits that she called them. So just how far will Fizz go to save Hope? Yeah, but also, will this, will this be the beginning of the end for, for um, Tyrone and Alina? Because, you know, in a way, Hope might get what she wants because him knowing that his girlfriend has called the police on his daughter... You know, it's it's just this is not an easy situation, is it? No, it isn't. It isn't. It's it's going to. There is a split there. Whether the split will come back together again, um, you know, the, you know. So yes, so they had the baby that was pulling them together. And now the baby is no longer, no longer in the picture. So it is much easier for them to split up. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, exactly. And he was sort of feeling the pressure, wasn't he? And it didn't seem like a match made in heaven. It's gone at a million no. miles an hour. Yes, yes. Oh. He was having a midlife crisis. She was, she's very gorgeous, Aline, absolutely gorgeous. And his head was turned, and I don't suppose it'll be the first guy whose his head no. will be turned. Exactly, exactly. But she was always going to probably, oh, well, I would say probably tire 
of him quicker than he would of her, perhaps. Although, yes. having said that, the kind of the bar that she set in terms of financially, etc., and what she wanted was slightly hard for him to keep up with. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> wow, okay, that's a great storyline. I'll see where that one goes um, and whether Hope gets her comeuppance. Because to be honest with you, she kind of, you know... She has... Something has to happen because this is her second go at being yeah, very, very bad. And you, you, yeah, you can't just... You, you, you can't... You have to tackle that head on. She's no, young. No. You, got, you can't be going around yeah. saying fire things. Last, uh, last time, last time she went into... She went into, in, in, into therapy. So Fizz took her away for a good... A, a good year I think it was and and she was she did have therapy over all of this so uh the courts will take all that into account and and we'll see see where it goes if yeah. if if Fizz you know if the police be believe Fizz because at the moment Fizz is taking the blame for the fire yeah of course which yeah not a good thing to do I mean you've got to help your children haven't you not sort of you know there is a way of helping them that might not be the best yes. one Anyway, it's a soap, remind myself. Uh, <laughs> um, Todd also gets the upper hand on David and Shona, doesn't he, this week? Yes. So, so, so Todd, Todd, we know, is a, is, he's, he's not evil, but he's bad. He's bad through and through. It's like a stick of rock. Mm. If you cut him in half, he's just got bad written all the way through him. And so Shona accidentally runs him over this week. Now, this is a big thing for Shona because um, she panics and flees the scene of the crime. So, so A, you shouldn't, you shouldn't do a hit and run. And B, she shouldn't have been driving in the first place because of her head injury. So she's not allowed to drive currently. And then she did a hit and run and ran away. So so on two counts, the police could throw the book at her, really. So she is a bit worried. Uh, she flees the scene of the crime. She tells David they go back and they can't find anything. She didn't know what she hit. There's no, there's no dog hurt. There's no person knocked down. There's no dented bin or anything. Um, and, uh, uh, so they take, they take the car to get the dent beaten out into, into the garage. Um, and, um, Todd has picked himself up and he's hurt badly enough that he needs hospital attention. And obviously Eileen's gone to visit him and, uh, Abby hears so she know, now knows that actually she puts two and two together that actually somebody either David or Shona knocked Todd down and so so she agrees to keep quiet I mean everybody in Coronation Street you commit a crime and everyone in Coronation Street always agrees to keep <laughs> They're like quiet. pull rank don't they like no we're not saying anything <laughs> and Todd tells his mum he can't remember what went on but when David pitches up to see just what Todd remembers what will Todd say? Mm, he's a naughty because one, that Todd. He is. So now he has something over them, and it's quite big. It's not like you owe me ten pounds. This is you did a hit and run, and you shouldn't have been driving. So this is this is a big thing to have in it's your back pocket. It's another crime. Isn't it, if we're not careful, there's going to be no one left on the cobbles. They're all going to be behind <laughs> Weatherfield, you know, prison gate. <laughs> yes, and they'll all have been arrested by lovely Craig. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. Um, another storyline. There's three kind of big storylines running alongside, aren't there, this yes. week? Um, with with regards to Daisy. Yes, I've kept quiet about Daisy because she was bedding in. So characters sometimes take a bit of time to mm. bed in, and she's Jenny's stepdaughter. But this week she shows her true colours, and I'm liking Daisy a lot, Hannah. She's she's absolutely gorgeous. She she's already stolen Ryan from Alia. Um, but she's a bit of a gold digger. She's a great Corrie gold digger. She's just brilliant, and mm. she's set her sights on Daniel because she overhears that his mum has given him a house. 
so she is she she's she's thinking he needs to be my next conquest she's gunning for him she's making a beeline yes yes she can smell that money well the dollar oh my goodness absolutely brilliant god there's loads going on now tell me there is lots going on in emmerdale too isn't there because uh yes mandy i mean it's Mandy obviously had a bit of a hiatus for a while, didn't she? She's back with such yeah. a bang. Um, she becomes a tiger mum this week. She does. <laughs> you know, we all know tiger mums are all over their kids and won't leave them alone and always very protective yeah, of them. Yeah, I'm so one of them, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> tiger mums. <laughs> She she's she's had enough of alcoholic Liv being her son's kind of girlfriend, and she's, she, you know, Liv's Liv's been really on on a rocky road and isn't giving up alcohol. And Amanda's just saying you're not you're not having anything more to do with my son Vinny. So she takes matters into her own hands this week, as she would do, Hannah, and she gets hold of his phone. And she blocks Liv's number. That's really bad because Vinny's not five, is he? He's not even no. sixteen. He's <laughs> so, um, and then she, and then she gets. I mean, we Vinny might to take... all want to do it. I mean, I haven't reached that age yet, but we all might want to do it. But you, you kind of know you can't do it. You shouldn't yeah. do it. They need you to do it themselves. <laughs> you shouldn't snoop through people's phones, and you shouldn't block other people on people's phones. Yes. So she's done that, and then she gets Vinny to take Belle out. Another dingle and um and live and tells Liv that Vinny has moved on and then Liv of course sees Vinny and Belle just having an innocent drink there is nothing between them they're mm. just sitting having a drink as friends but you know Liv doesn't know that and she sees what she wants to see so in an effort to forget Vinny Liv does something even worse she makes a play for Jacob oh yes, my goodness grieving Jacob who is mourning for the death of his girlfriend Leanna so they never ever go outside of the village to date, do they? They <laughs> get a nosebleed if they go any further, I think. Yes. <laughs> oh my so goodness she, me! I know. You really you need to leave Jacob alone. He's, his yeah. headspace is he's not he's not in good headspace. No. And so Aaron catches her, comes back to the mill, and he catches her half dressed, trying to throw herself at Jacob. And he's had enough of his sister, and he throws her out of the cottage. Can brother and sister make it up? Mm, yeah it's all yeah you know what it's a spiral isn't it she, it's that's yes. so true like you, you can see something that you want to see and it's just an innocent drink yes. or something but you've yes. seen what you want to see and it's just you know yeah oh dear yes um also sarah she, she had a heart transplant didn't she yes. um back in 2018 she was just 13 years old it's a really big storyline um but she's been hugely affected by um, Leanna's death and it's having a bit of a well quite a big wobble yes she is having a big wobble we've seen that she she's she was seen at Leanna's grave and she's been talking to Liam so yes you know when she was 13 she was on a transplant list and we all know if you're on a transplant list you are thinking will I get a transplant and maybe I might die so she has already faced that as a child no child should face that so she has already faced it now She's still, you know, that was only 2018. So she's still, she's still very young. She's like 16. She hasn't, she's not that much older, really. And, you know, Leanna's death, Leanna was only 18. So they're virtually the same age. Mm. Leanna has died. And this has really given Sarah pause for thoughts. So uh, she's, she's made a decision that she would like to contact her donor family. And uh, so she chats to her grandfather, Kane, who gives her the email address of her transplant, transplant coordinator, um, now, now this is really tricky. So, it's you know if you have a transplant, um, 
as an adult it must be a big thing to think through but Sarah's a child and she wants to she wants to con- she wants to contact her 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 donor family um the donor family so yes will she find the questions the answers to the questions she's looking for and will the donor family uh wish to contact her um it's all done anonymously so um it, it's it is really it's a really stressful time for Sarah. I'm just thinking put myself in that position if you were to donate your child's organs you know would you like to see that a part of them lived on maybe it's helpful maybe it's not but I suppose they they get that choice don't they yeah yes completely completely yeah. some people uh it gives them comfort some people they it's, it's done they, they don't yeah. wish yeah Cool. And it's, it, it, there's no right or wrong to it. It's, no. it's your own personal choice, and that's why the transplant coordinator is the person that you go to, um, and everything. There is there is a middleman. There's no no contact. Right, a very very different scenario in Hollyoaks. Oh, no, <laughs> Rosie returns, and we all saw yes. that wedding. We did see that wedding. It was absolutely <laughs> fantastic. They did it really, really, really well. So I just love it. Only in Hollyoaks, on his stag night, Brody got horrifically drunk. Well, he, you know, you would do. Of course, when they had it the night before the wedding, not a week so he could get over the hangover, um, he, he, he got drunk and pitched up at Sienna's and said, should I be marrying you rather than Summer, you know? Oh, goodness. Oh, the, Really, you should have made your mind up before you organised the wedding. Yeah, probably. But anyway, so, <laughs> so, um, so, so yes, at the wedding, uh, just before the wedding, Warren Warren managed to get hold of Summer's proof that Brody killed her dad, and he deleted it from her iPad. Now, um, I don't know why she if that, if that I don't know why she didn't have a backup copy, but she didn't have a backup copy, Hannah. They never do, Claire. They never do. We've been in this game long enough to know this. I always have a backup copy of this podcast, Hannah, so that if I do something wrong, I've got a backup copy. You're too organised. Hollyoaks is not there. (laughs) So she didn't have a backup copy. So, So she couldn't, when he says, you know, when she's meant to say I do, she couldn't press play on the iPad and and play this clip of her, you know, of him confessing to killing her dad, Cormac. Um, so, yeah, so so she had to say at that moment, I'm having an affair with Sienna. So, yeah, so they didn't get married. Brody's in shock because he's like, she says, yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I, yeah, you're lovely, but actually I think I'm in love with Sienna. So the whole wedding was off. Um, and um, she's still determined to make Brody pay because that wasn't enough for her. So she made it look like Brody had murdered Liberty and the police arrested him for Liberty's murder because Liberty is still missing. We still don't know where she is. And the police and everybody else now think uh, his she's been murdered. So a month on, Brody's back, Hannah. Mm-hmm. So this is the first time the we see him back he's back to clear his name he's still worried about being caught because you know there's no body there's no nothing um and he sneaks into sienna's house to see little faith because little faith is his child and he's missing missing her and when he hears sienna and summer coming he has to hide will they find him i do hope so i do hope so (laughs) that would be fun we need to find him we need him back Properly. Yes. Um, but he's not the only person that returned, is he? Because there's another no. resident returning. Yes. Ella's back after her spell in Youth Remand Centre for the death of the drug dealer. So many Jordan. bad people in these folks. I know. 
I know. If you haven't killed somebody in Hollyoaks, really, you don't belong there, I think. It's a fair comment. Mm. Uh, so, so Ella's back. Uh, she's back. She, it's difficult for her. She fails to fit in, and she's banned from seeing her close friend, Charlie. So she's, you know, so she's really struggling. She can't take it anymore, uh, and she runs away. So she's back in it for like two minutes. Will Mum Mandy be able to find her? So she she's back, but then she goes again. How can she just yes. go so quickly? I know. Well, she's stressed. She's stressed, Hannah. She's, I guess she's just unable to take any more, so she just runs away. But will yes. you know? Will Mum? Well, will Mandy be able to find her? That's the question. Yeah, that's a big question. That big, is a big, big question. question. Okay. Finally, last but definitely not least, EastEnders. Yes, we've seen Jean who, you know, throughout this supporting Ruby with her fertility issues. But um, Ruby's now feeling very guilty about what she did to Stacey and how she went to prison and, and separated from her, her kids. And so this storyline kind of is rumbling on, isn't it? Yes. So so Jean has been incredibly nice to Ruby. You know, Ruby was really horrible to the Slaters, um, but uh, uh, she stole uh, Stacey's husband and they got married but you know Jean's a lovely person so yes yeah, so she's been supporting Ruby with her fertility issues. she had a miscarriage about about a month ago and uh, she's got endometriosis um and uh, she needs an operation and Jean's been been there for her um but she's she's feeling guilty because you know she said she fell down the stairs and so she miscarried and she said that sorry she fell down the stairs and miscarried but she said Stacy pushed her down the stairs and so Stacy went to prison and has been separated from her kids so knowing that the slaters are tight for money Ruby puts £2,000, which is considered some, in Jean's bank account, which upsets no. Proud Jean because Jean doesn't take money from people and she works very hard. Um, so they have a bit of a row. She doesn't want to be seen as a charity case. And so so they, they have words and Jean gives the money back. But will mm. Ruby confess what she did to Stacey to Jean? I'm thinking no. <laughs> Well, now what we have to think about is um, Louisa Lighton has already filmed her final her final scenes because she's pregnant as well. As we remember, um, Lacey Turner, who plays Stacey, went off for that storyline because she'd she needs to go on mat leave, and Louisa is has filmed her final scenes because she is now on mat leave. So. Yeah. Who knows where that one's going to end up, Hannah? Yeah, who knows? But the storyline that's gone a little bit quiet for a while, um, given that there's another killer on the loose, and there are many in these soaps, as we know, who don't get caught. But serial killer Grey is still still out there at large, um, with nobody seeming to know what he's up to. Um, but Karen is trying to sort of sort him out, and I'm kind of wondering whether it's all beginning to unravel. Well, it is because while we know, you know, serial killer Grey killed Chantel, Tina, and Kirsch, he's still a family man for his kids. But um, and and Karen, Karen thinks thinks he's the perfect son-in-law. You know, mm. Karen's all about family. She sees how good he is with the kids, and she hates Chelsea. Chelsea is not interested in the kids. Is just horrid she really wanted Whitney to 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 help out with the kids and it's Mia's birthday this week she's nine and Gray forgot to send out the birthday party invite of course he did too busy thinking about his next victim <laughs> <laughs> so that's how can you forget to send out party invite because 
So Karen steps in and saves the day. And so she knows how awful Chelsea is. You know, Chelsea's living there. She could have reminded him, but she just doesn't care. So she meddles in Gray's life and she tries to get him and Whitney back together as friends so that Whitney's at least, you know, a, a, a calming influence in his life. So how, just how, how will Gray take to Karen's meddling? Because he doesn't like people meddling. No, probably very badly. <laughs> is Grey finally unravelling? And when Chelsea dumps Grey because Chelsea's only interested in herself, as we all knew, just how will he take the rejection? Badly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've become, I'm not a betting woman, but I've kind of become one over these. I've decided badly. Maybe she's his next victim. She could be his next victim because we decided they might be a bit of a Bonnie and Clyde, but she's she's gone off piste on this one, Chelsea. She really has. She really has. Well, on that very jolly, happy note, <laughs> um, we're going to be leaving the soaps there this week. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll be back next week with even more gossip, um, finding out how Killer Grey is getting on um, in his ploy to be the, the biggest serial killer out of all the soaps. <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>